0: Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! This is one of the great nights Forget the uh, last night and forget, you know, a couple of NBA here, a couple of NBA there. Boy, this is a hell of a night in sports tonight. If you're a sports fan, cherish this one. I mean, you got three game sixes, albeit I know on TNT. And and I also realize everybody's focused on the NBA, uh, the NFL, and the NBA will get killed. I get all that. But you got three game sixes tonight in the NBA, specifically in New Orleans and Toronto, and then in Salt Lake later on. We'll get to some specifics in a sec. And then, of course, you got the NFL draft in Vegas, uh, the three-day extravaganza. Goodell out there tonight. Uh, all of a sudden, the NFL has fallen in love with Las Vegas in the last, uh, boy, 10, 12 years. I can remember not too long ago, where you, if you ever put a point spread and gave a pick on the air, they're going to write you and go crazy, and the NFL would, wouldn't would go near Vegas. Vegas under any circumstances, and now they've fallen in love with Vegas, drafts, Super Bowls, and teams, and so, and tonight, of course, is uh, a draft that was uh, delayed a couple years because of the pandemic, but an NFL draft tonight with eight teams having two picks in the opening round. I'm going to go with what Lombardi told us yesterday at 5 o'clock, that it's a good draft, it's not a great draft, and it is not a sexy draft, not a lot of great players that you've heard of in this draft, a lot of linemen, a lot of pass rushers, but not a ton of running backs. You know, the receivers are midland. I mean, good receivers, but it's not like, uh, you know, know, Devontae Smith and, you know, Judy and guys like that are not in this draft necessarily. And certainly not many many quarterbacks in this draft, too. You got the Liberty kid, you got the Pitt kid, and you got the Old Miss kid. And I don't know if anybody, everybody says the Steelers, but I'm not sure if anybody is going to go out there and overreach to get one of these three guys from a quarterback standpoint. So from that standpoint, you don't have quarterbacks, you don't have a, a Barkley type or Fournette or Zeke Elliott, you don't have them early in this first round. And the receivers, you know, listen, good, you know, the, the kid, the two from Ohio State, are good players. And Wilson's a good player. Olive's a good player. Don't get me. And the kid from Alabama who tore his ACL in the championship game is a good player. Or in the uh, in the AC's, not in the championship game. I didn't he tear it? I uh, took in the SEC final. Uh, maybe it was, I think it was one of those two games against uh, Georgia. Uh, but, uh, you know, when you get right down to it, it really is a draft of a man offensive lineman, uh, the kid from Alabama, the kid from NC state, uh, the cross kid from Mississippi state, Iowa center. And of course, a ton of defensive lineman, whether they be uh, Walker from Georgia seems to be now Jacksonville's favorite player of the month, Aiden Hutchinson. you know about him, you got him in the mix. You got the, uh, Although he's uh, more of a linebacker, Thibodeau of Oregon is in the mix here, too. Jermaine Johnson of Florida State. I mean, so you have a lot of offensive linemen, and you got a lot of defensive linemen. I mean, that's what, and I forgot, of course. Uh, well, no, I, I gave you the uh, uh, NC State uh, offensive linemen in Quanu, uh, uh, who might go in the top four, top five picks, and thought a couple of cornerbacks in the kid from Cincinnati, Sauce Gardner and uh, Stingley. Daryl's grandson from LSU. I knew that's your draft in the first round. So uh, I'm not sure if uh, it's worth it to go crazy trading all over the place to get up or to go down. Well, if you go down, you probably would go down. You like to get more picks if you're a quarterback uh, heavy team. Carolina, the Giants. A team like that, but, uh, Philadelphia, uh, but as far as defensive linemen and on uh, pass rushers and offensive linemen, a couple of corners, you—that's—I mean—I you that's, I mean, I need to throw in a couple of wide receivers early. That is your draft as far as 2022 is concerned. We're we'll Everybody's going to watch it. All these mock drafts, we'll all pay attention to it. We'll see what Jacksonville does. But think about this for a second. Here it is at 310 uh, Eastern time, four or five hours away from pick number one. And there's not a real consensus yet of who's going to be that first pick in a draft. I mean, Jacksonville probably knows, but the rest of the country doesn't. You know, last year you knew Lawrence and you knew Zach Wilson would be the first two picks. This year you can't really give you any feel of who the first couple of picks of the draft are going to be. I mean here it is. Uh, Lombardi told us that the Lions like Thibodeau uh, from, uh, from Oregon, but everywhere you look today, that the first pick of the draft is going to be along the lines of, uh, you know, uh, uh that he was going to go to the Lions. But if you look today, the Lions are going to take Hutchinson. So who knows? Uh, but we watch it tonight. We'll get a feel of it. Don't let anybody tell you that they got a real sense of who these players are because they don't. None of them do. I mean, Phil would have a feel because he watches all the tape, but you're not gonna, nobody's going to tell you who Drake London is from USC. This guy I hadn't barely heard of. You know, I went to Notre Dame games. I mean, I couldn't pick Kyle Hamilton out of a lineup. Uh, you know, Tyler Smith of Tulsa, who the hell knows him? A lot of folks think maybe mid-first round pick. I mean, listen, I've heard of Jordan Davis, saw him play a little bit, but do I know the Purdue defensive end a lot of no I don't I, I I couldn't again another guy I've seen Devin Lloyd play at Utah but you know that's I, 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 I've i I've seen Iowa play but could I break down Tyler Lindemann or Linda Baum no I could not so if anybody thinks they can tell you that I'm sure Adam Schein broke every pick down every team down like you wouldn't believe today between 9 and 12 I'm sure McAfee did the same thing uh, right before us here at 12 o'clock uh, a lot of this I saw Gardner play Cincinnati uh, I saw the, I saw uh, the Bearcats play at least. I saw him play against Alabama. I saw him play against Houston late in the year when they got to the uh, undefeated spot. Uh, I saw him play. Uh, you know, I, I, there was somebody else. I saw him play somebody else too. I saw him play at least three times, and I still couldn't pick him out of a lineup. I didn't see many people score against Cincinnati, but uh, do I have a breakdown of the way he plays the corner spot? No, I do not. So if anybody tells you that they do, they do not know what they're referring to. Uh, but but it's a, you know listen it's a way for some teams to go out there and the Giants need linemen. the Jets need good players Lions need good players Jaguars need a bookend for the uh, other Josh Challoner from uh, from Kentucky who is on that Jaguar team uh, you know uh, the the Seahawks need linemen. a lot of these teams a lot of these teams early are still rebuilding you know Jacksonville the Lions the Texans the Jets the Giants Carolina, if you noticed, a lot of these teams in the opening rounds are not ready to win yet. I mean, look at Atlanta. They have pick eight. They don't have a quarterback. They could draft, you know, the next Jim Brown. They're not winning. All right. Seattle, no quarterback. Pick nine. They are not winning. All they are not winning Uh, The Panthers pick six. Donald, they are not winning. Houston, three and 13, first round. They are, I'm sorry to say, are not winning. A lot of these teams early in this draft. I mean, a team like the Eagles, they're not winning yet with... uh, with Hertz. So uh, a lot of teams are just going to take the players and you know maybe search down the road uh, for a quarterback uh, in a different kind of draft than this year. The issue will be whether Pittsburgh decides to make a run at the kid from Liberty at the quarterback spot. Eventually, they're going to have to do something at the position with uh, Roethlisberger moving on. We shall see what uh, Pittsburgh does and whether they try Malik Willis out of Liberty with that uh, first round pick they right now are out. At number 20. I wouldn't because you can't make a mistake there. Now, they could get away with it because of the Steelers. It's a good drafting situation. They know what they're doing. It's a good organization. They do have Trubisky there. It's not the first pick in a draft. Maybe they take a chance. I would not. If it, if, if I don't think the quarterback is a sure thing, I am not going to reach... Because then I got the quarterback. I got to play him for a while to see if I have anything, and I use a first-round pick. I can't take that kind of chance. So uh, we see what happens with the three quarterbacks. It's not a sexy draft, but it's a draft, obviously, everybody's going to watch. And, of course, the NFL will dominate the ratings tonight, as they always do. Uh, I feel bad for TNT. They're going to have fleas watching their three NBA games and in the playoffs tonight and I'm interested in the three NFL play- uh, I'm interested in the NBA playoff games tonight i love to see some game sevens you got Minnesota tomorrow night opting for their game seven against Memphis if they did win that seventh uh, sixth game at the target center they would play Sunday at 3.30 in game seven against Memphis Bucks, Celtics are Sunday at one Middleton's out but that's a good doubleheader if you get that and if you ever get uh, uh, the Pelicans tonight beating uh, the Suns you'd have a good seven. In Phoenix, and if you ever get the Raptors tonight beating Philadelphia, that's an 8 o'clock game on the NBA uh, NBA TV. If that occurred tonight, then you'd have a very, very good uh, uh, Game 7 in Philadelphia with all that pressure on the 76ers in that town uh, trying to be the first team in the history of the league not to force uh, not to lose this, uh, a series when they're up 3-0. And then you got Dallas and Utah tonight in Salt Lake City. I think two of the teams are going to win in Game 6. I, I-, I think I think that uh, the Raptors got a good chance against Philly. I think the Pelicans could win tonight. I do not think Utah will beat Dallas. I think Utah is shot. I think there's going to be major changes with that franchise if they go and lose tonight. I think that Snyder could depart. Been there a long time. They need a ch- you know They need a different feel there. And I think if they lost, even if they lose game seven, but if they lost tonight, I think major changes. I think Dallas will win late. I think that the Suns and the Raptors, I think the Raptors and the Pelicans could force two game sevens. And if that's the case, you'd have a good doubleheader on Saturday night because you'd have uh, the Raptors in Philly playing at probably 7.30 and Phoenix playing at 10 in a game seven. So you got a pretty good NBA weekend in this first round. If they ever got three game sevens with the Minnesota one tomorrow night, they would have a good weekend. And that Milwaukee Celtics series, now Middleton out hurts it. But that Milwaukee Celtics series is going to be a hell of a series. That's a that's the NBA World Champs against Boston. That's Giannis and Tatum. That's a good series. One game one is Sunday at one o'clock, and that 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 to me is must watch. That's a good series. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from three to six p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM channel eighty two.